Hello and welcome to the Wounded Under Shepherds podcast. This is uh, Dr. Bill Scott, your host. Thank you for joining us today. And uh, today uh, we're going to be dealing with the first step toward healing. Uh, As always, uh, this podcast is dedicated to those pastors with deep wounds. I'm not talking about just minor surface stuff that every pastor is going to encounter. I'm talking about those experiences that leave the pastor truly devastated and uh, bewildered and rocking and reeling emotionally. It leaves deep, deep scars. So to God be the glory, and I pray that the podcast today will be a blessing to you. As always, I try to share that the basis of this podcast is found in Hebrews 6.10, where the Word of God says, For God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown toward his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And as always, I make mention of the context. This, of course, was not uh, specifically written to pastors, but it definitely includes pastors who are those who serve the saints of God. The word unjust in this particular verse is the Greek word adikos. The word has uh, several meanings depending upon the context in which it is used, but in this particular context, in Hebrews 6.10, the word means unjust toward others. In other words, God is not unjust toward those who minister to his people. Serving as a pastor or an under-shepherd is both uh, a calling and a privilege. But it is often fraught with many uh, possibilities of being wounded. To discern the call of God to serve as an under-shepherd is indeed a sacred privilege and a divine appointment. Uh, Honestly, it is out of one's love for God and faith in Him that you and I respond to that calling. Uh, I've heard testimonies of uh, guys throughout my ministry of how God pursued them for years and years before they finally surrendered uh, to the gospel ministry. Uh, As I've said in a previous podcast, God didn't make a mistake. Uh, When he called you to serve his people, he he knew exactly what he was doing. He had a specific uh, purpose in mind for his calling you. Uh, You have particular uh, spiritual gifts that he's given you through the Holy Spirit. You also have perhaps natural gifts or abilities that you have. Um, as his servants, uh, he knows what our skills are and, and what his gifting to us is and how it is best suited. It is truly, uh, truly tragic uh, that uh, pastors, by and large, uh, fall into the trap of comparison. Uh, And if you want to know how that works, well, you just go to uh, uh, a ministerial meeting of any sort and you'll hear some pastor talking about, well, we had 15,000 baptisms yesterday. Obviously a gross exaggeration on my part, but you get the point. And here's some poor pastor who's serving a real small congregation, doing his very best to honor God, to preach God's word, to serve his people, and yet maybe there hasn't been a baptism in a year or two years. And uh, so 
Anyway, you know where that goes and how it works. Satan, he, he loves to use uh, the comparison thing to distract us from the ministry to which God has called us. Um, but that's another issue for another day. In doing research for this uh, particular podcast today, uh, it's amazing to see the large number of hits you get on the internet uh, related to wounded pastors. All you've got to do is uh, go to some internet browser and type in the words wounded pastor or pastors, and you'll be surprised at how many uh, websites pop up or how many uh, articles pop up. It, it truly is sad in one sense, uh, but that only tells you that if you're suffering a deep wound, my brother, you are not alone. Now, I know that's cold comfort, but it does help to know that you are not suffering alone. I imagine it would be safe to say that when you and I surrendered to God's call to preach and to serve as a pastor, uh, that you were filled with joy. Uh, There was uh, no warning label attached, however, uh, that said, warning, pastoring can be dangerous to your health, literally in a physical sense and a mental and emotional sense. But again, God didn't make a mistake. He knew what he was doing when he called you, and he did so rightly. The call to pastoral ministry uh, is indeed, a, it's a sacred moment in our lives. It, it is out of our love for God and our desire to, to bring Him glory uh, and to serve that uh, we humbly uh, acknowledged His call and we surrendered to that call. We said yes. And, and uh, God is faithful. God knew everything we would encounter uh, for His name's sake. Uh, Through it all, God is trustworthy, but at no point did the Lord tell us that we wouldn't suffer. Uh, With hindsight, looking back over uh, my life and the ministry that God has entrusted to me, uh, at times I certainly felt like I wish someone had told me. But obviously we have to lean on God and trust Him because He ultimately knows all about it. It is in our suffering that uh, we are tempted to get angry at God, to blame Him, to accuse, even accuse Him of, of being unfaithful. Uh, dear brother, I, I've been there. Uh, so dear pastor, if you find yourself there, if you find yourself uh, suddenly without a church, uh, your livelihood's been uh, ripped away from you, and you wonder, how am I going to take care of my family? How am I going to make it? How am I going to provide for my family? And a thousand other questions. Please know that you are in God's care. And I don't mean for that to sound like some patent answer. In previous podcasts, I've encouraged you to go back and to remember your calling I've encouraged you to remember your worth. In the last episode, I dealt with that issue of of our worth. And today, I I want to begin dealing with the issue of healing. Perhaps you're in a place at this time where the thought of healing is not even a possibility. It's nowhere on your radar at all. 
If that is the case, if that's where you truly are at this point in your life, uh, God knows that. He, he understands. Healing is not a once and a done. Uh, once and done, I wish it were. Uh, I wish it was that simple. Just as a deep flesh wound doesn't heal overnight, uh, the wounding of our soul that, that literally has broken us or devastated us and our families, that isn't going to heal overnight. And, and please hear me very clearly here. Prayer is important. But please, 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 don't tell me to just pray about it and everything's going to be okay. Indeed, our God is faithful. And indeed, we need to seek His face in our time of suffering. But brother, it takes time to deal honestly with the wounding. And so, uh, I, I am... Uh, I look at people with askants who have pat answers to offer us. Uh, you will not find that with this with this uh, pastor. Uh, and uh, if that offends you, um, it, it is what it is. I don't mean to offend anyone, but I'm just going to be honest. It's the whole purpose of this podcast is to help broken brothers who are struggling with deep, deep wounds who don't have anywhere else to turn, well, certainly we always have God to turn to, obviously. But so often as pastors, we are quick to give glib, pat answers to people. Oh, just pray about it. Just pray about it. Everything will be just fine. Well, dear brother, uh, ultimately it will be just fine. And yes, God indeed is faithful to be with us. But he loves us where we are, and he knows our deep wounds. So that is my heart. That, that's the whole purpose that I feel God led me to begin this podcast, is to deal honestly with the pain that we can and do experience as pastors. And I know in my 30-plus years of pastoring, very, very, very few times was there ever a pastor friend who had the maturity about them to just sit and listen and not offer quick judgment about, oh, you need more faith than that, or if you'll just give it all to God, it'll all be fine. Yes, indeed, we need to give it to our Lord. Yes, indeed, He knows our brokenness. But dear brother, we need not pretend that things don't hurt when they do. As I mentioned earlier in an internet search on wounded pastors, uh, how it will result in numerous uh, uh, results. Some of those websites, they give real quick uh, pat answers about, just pray about it, uh, to others who offer more uh, sympathetic, uh, earnest desire to help pastors with their deep wounds. Uh, as I broach this issue, um, various subjects uh, in the coming weeks, uh, I'm fully aware of my own insufficiency. That is, I don't have all the answers, and I'm not delusional in thinking that I do. Ultimately, uh, 
healing comes from the Lord. While we must be careful not to make an idol out of our suffering, and that's very easy to do, I may add, we must also be careful not to rush through the process or just totally to dismiss it altogether as being something unspiritual. Healing is a choice. You and I do not have to, con- we, we do not have control over the actions and the attitudes of others. We cannot be the proverbial fly on the wall and hear all the discussions of those who hate us and plot against us in the church, but we can choose to heal. As I was preparing for this podcast, uh, I thought of that healing is a choice, and so I thought I would do a little internet search and see if there was maybe a, a book published with that title, and actually there is, I discovered, uh, written by Stephen Arterburn. It's called Healing is a Choice, and while it is not specifically addressed to pastors, it is addressed to believers in general who've experienced trauma in life, who've experienced heartbreak, uh, deep, deep heartbreak, uh, and uh, Dr. Arterburn will be the first to tell you that he doesn't have all the answers either. But I highly recommend this book, and while I have not personally read the book, I have skimmed it, and I really liked what I saw. It dealt with some very real practical issues that every one of us uh, could benefit from. So I'm not getting any commission for this, uh, but uh, I've known of Dr. Arterburn for many years. Uh, He's written a number of books. He's had some very hard uh, experiences in his own life, uh, and uh, so I have no qualms. I know he's uh, biblically solid, a good Christian psychologist, I believe, uh, or counselor, uh, but he definitely uh, has a deep faith in God and is committed to the Lord, so I have no uh, reservation whatsoever in recommending that book to you uh, by Dr. Stephen Arterburn, uh, Healing is a Choice. Uh, I'm sure you can pick it up uh, in, in various web places if you just Google the title or, or whatever. But the question I have for you now is, are you ready? Are you ready to begin your journey toward healing? It's good to deal with the past. It's, in fact, necessary to deal honestly with the past. But in order for us to begin genuine healing, and again, ultimately understanding that all healing comes from our Lord, Uh, there's a process that we can begin. And the question again is, are you ready? Are you at a point where you realize that you need to begin this journey? If you are, let's begin. And here's what we need to do. Here's what is important for you to do. If you're in earnest about beginning the journey toward healing, from your deep wounds in the pastorate. It's important that you complete this first step on paper. That is, you need to either physically write it out by hand, or if you're 
uh, real proficient with a laptop or a keyboard of some sort uh, to do it that way. But the point is, is that you are putting down on paper or in some electronic file all the details that you can remember. And in just a moment, I'm, I'm going to give you those particular steps that you need to address. Okay? I'm not saying again that that's all the steps that need to be addressed, but at this point, I think those are a good starting point. Uh, make sure that if you write this out longhand, or whether you use a keyboard or whatever, whatever format you choose to write with, make certain it is secure. You do not want anyone stumbling across this. This needs to be kept in a very private, safe place. So your assignment, if you're willing to accept it, is to, to write or type out the details of your woundedness. And here are the five steps. And let me warn you, this is not going to be quick and it's not going to be easy but it is a necessary step toward healing. Number one, and in no particular order, is who. You need to answer the question of who. Who is or was involved in your wounding? List every name. List every name that you can remember of people that you knew or you suspected were involved in your betrayal and the wounding that occurred to you uh, or your family. Secondly, what? What were the circumstances? List every detail that you can of the circumstances involved in this wounding, involved in this betrayal, involved in this putting you out or firing you or whatever term you want to use. So who, who is involved, list every name. Two, what, what were the circumstances, list all the details that you can recall. Three, when, when did the wounding occur? What were the particulars? Was it on a, uh, a Sunday morning? Was it Sunday night? Was it during the week? Uh, when did the wounding occur? Four. Where? Where did it happen? Put the name of the church. Podunk Collar. Baptist Church, Podunk Holler Pentecostal Church, whatever the name of the church is, write out the title, the name of the church as to where. Where did it happen? List every detail you can remember. And last but not least is why. List all the details that you can. Granted, it may not be possible for you to know all the motives behind people's actions, why they did what they did. Was it some disgruntled church member? Was it a troublemaker in the church? Was it a 
the power group in the church? Was it uh, the quote-unquote board of deacons, which is unbiblical? Uh, who? Uh, I mean, uh, why? Why? Uh, why were the uh, the details? Why did they do what they did? Did, did uh, you want gray carpet and they wanted red carpet and uh, they decided you had to go? I mean, what were the details? Why? That's as much as you know. I will caution you, this assignment, as I've already said, is not easy. It will stir up some very painful emotions and memories. I wish it were not so. But in order to find healing, we have to deal honestly with all the details that we can remember. But it is necessary in order for us to move ahead. So dear brother, I've thrown a lot at you today. But I pray that God will use it to help bring healing to your heart and your soul. And do not fall for the lie that, well, I'm broken and God can no longer use me. That's a, uh, if you'll forgive my crassness, that's a load of malarkey. That's a lie from the pit of hell. God is in the business of restoring and his grace indeed is sufficient. So let me close with a moment of prayer. Father God, I pray for whoever may be listening to this podcast, a, a broken pastor, a pastor who is wounded beyond words, Lord, who questions whether or not he will ever pastor again, whether or not he will ever be able to return to the church. Father, I know that there are a multitude of broken pastors, so broken, Lord, that they never return to the church. They never return to the pulpit. Lord God, what a tragedy indeed. One that you never intended. And Father, I pray for your healing balm. I pray for your the comfort of your Holy Spirit to be with this pastor or these pastors, Lord, whoever they may be. Lord, you know for whom this podcast is meant. And Lord, whether it reaches one or reaches thousands, God, that's, that's your business. And may you receive all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. If you uh, want to reach out to me, you can reach me at sonoflightatoutlook.com. That's sonoflightatoutlook.com. Until this time, next week, may God bless you, is my prayer.